yes. That'll do. Bit of wind. Right. <laughs> the Jerry Anderson Podcast with Jamie Anderson, Richard James and Chris Dayer. <laughs> Twas the week before Christmas. And, and all, all through, through the podcast, podcast, not a creature was stirring. Not even a even the random cod No, I know it didn't rhyme, but mine was made more sense. <laughs> it did make more sense. Should have thought it through, shouldn't I? Yes. Welcome to a pre-Christmas, pre-festive, semi-festive, yes, semi, semi-hemi, demi, all right. Festive well, it's the week Jerry before Christmas. Podcast. I think that's what you tried to say. Yes. Yeah, isn't it? And here we are. Uh, it's the eighteenth of December. It's pod two eight eight. I think. Mm. Wow. 12 away from 300. Is that right, maths? Did I do maths? It is good maths, yes, yes. We have uh, actually a suggestion or two coming up, either this week or in the next few weeks, about what we should do in our 300th uh, edition. Okay. Keep your ears ears peeled for that. Mm, Okay. Oh, this is going well. Introduce ourselves or something. Yes. Go on then. Uh, Well, over there. Oh, right, yes. Is Chris Dale. Uh, Hi, Chris. There he is, sitting on the randomizer sofa. So Chris is the randomizer. Yes. uh, And every week he joins us here on the Jerry Anderson podcast to watch and uh, comment on and whine prolifically about various uh, Jerry Anderson episodes from random Jerry Anderson shows. I would go further. I would say it's basically Chris Dale's podcast, We Just Present It. Absolutely. We're we're the sort of warm-up act, (laughs) if you will. Very much so. Uh, 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 And you are? Oh, yes, I'm I'm Jamie Anderson. Yes. Uh, Some Jerry Anderson. Yes. And, um, you know, general kind of egg with a face drawn on it. Right. Uh, I'm Richard James. Uh, When I was at school, I was accused of hiding behind the mask of an idiot by my (laughs) English teacher. Gosh. To which I responded... It's not a mask. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you became the masked idiot in 1994. Isn't that funny? Rather prescient of him. And never changed. This is the almost festive edition of the Jerry Anderson podcast. Look, even Captain Scarlet's getting into the uh, the swing of things. He looks looks lovely. Doesn't doesn't he? he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Should we say a few words about what's coming up or not? Yeah. Okay. Let's, Let's unwrap. The multiple Christmas gifts that are the Jerry Hansen podcast. Wonderful. Okay, well, first of all, I'll start with the um, slightly overripe Satsuma, which I'm peeling, which is fab facts, of course. But uh, then we come to the stocking of... Jerry Anderson News, which has been away for a few weeks, and we'll explain why shortly. Will we? Uh, and okay. we'll also be hearing from the immaculately wrapped Podstrons, uh, who've been emailing us at podcast at jerryanderson.com. Yes. I think we might also be visiting Facebook or YouTube, can't remember which, to see what's been going on there. Okay. It's exciting that it's so random. i tell you what, it's really exciting. Mm. Well, because it's the week before Christmas. Yes. It could only mean one thing. You've got me a gift? Oh! No, no, no. I was going to mention that Terry Adlam is joining us. Oh, oh for a Terry yes. Christmas. That's right. Now, normally he's with us throughout the whole of our festive podcast, but, yes. you know, he's a busy man. He so is. he's joining us in our um, sort of interview slot, I suppose, ah. to make merry and regale us with puns and jokes of a Jerry Anderson Hugh. Oh, Did well. you ever meet him, Jerry Anderson Hugh? <laughs> Lovely no. bloke. Big Jerry Anderson fan. Yeah, That's well, it makes sense. Changed his name by deed poll. <laughs> Very odd. So, yeah, all that coming up on the Jerry Anderson podcast. Aren't you lucky? Aren't you? Who are you talking to? Oh, the Podstrons at home. They oh, get right. it every week, you know. Yes, lucky you. If they want it. Mm. Well, they're getting it whether they like it or not. <laughs> Much like you with Fab Facts. Oh, whether I like it or not. Yes. Go Prepare on. to receive yeah. a pre-festive Fab Fact. I'm ready. Here we go. Now, time for this week's Fab Facts. Yes. 
So fab facts. Yeah. Obviously, it's random. All right. So it's unlikely to be festive. But if oh, I mean, yeah. wouldn't that be weird if it was? No, yeah, it won't be. Yeah. Uh, so fab facts all come from this beautiful <gasps> book of fab facts. Look, the Jerry Anderson podcast, Fab Facts. Oh, book of fab don't you facts. want one? Um, well, you can't have one because oh. there is only one and it's in my control. That's but each true. week I flick through the book, you shout Fab at a random point. Okay. Which randomly stops me. Okay. So much of this podcast is random. Yeah. Uh, it randomly stops me on a random page and right. I will read out the Fab Fact from that page. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. I'm up for that. Sure. Are you ready to shout Absolutely. Fab? Do you want to shout something else because it's pre Christmas or do you want to stick with Fab? Uh, you put me on the spot now. No, Fab's fine. We'll do something else for the next Christmas episode. That's a good next idea. Week. Yeah. Okay. okay. Off you go. Here we go. Fab! Oh, Hey. There's a bit of a, a chunky passing there at the <laughs> end. Was there? Yeah. Okay, mm. I don't mind that. But it's absolutely fine. Yeah. Uh, oh, goody. Mm. Richard James. Yeah, hello. I think you've probably regaled us with many tales over the years about your time working on Space Precinct, haven't you? Do you I've got a number I, on it? I've, I've got many left. Oh, I'll tell you that. goodness you, me. You well, know, how long mm. have you got? I mean, no, 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 no oh. that's not for now. Oh, did I tell you about the... T- no, oh. because you've already told us oh. what it was like working on the station house set and about sitting in the famous Space Precinct Belize cruiser. Well, don't say it like that. Sorry, I mean, sorry. But how come yeah. you've never mentioned what it was like to ride on the equally famous... Space Precinct Police Bike. Oh, right. There's a very good reason for that, but carry on. Okay, well, yeah. uh, perhaps that reason is because it never existed. Exactly. Or did it? Oh, uh, no, it didn't, no. Or did it? it or did it? Or maybe. Go on. When Vivid Imaginations launched their Space Precinct toy line for Christmas 1995, mm. the range included an impressive lineup of 12 action figures and a police cruiser toy to scale with the figures. It was very cool, that. that you, yes. You know, pop your, pop your orin in a cruiser. Uh, absolutely right, yes. Who wouldn't uh, want to do that? And very nice uh, it was to play with on Christmas morning. I did. Uh, especially if you got the one from Woolworths that came pre-packaged with a bonus... Officer, Officer Orin Orin figure. I yes. know, yeah. yeah. Obviously, they, they overran that production line. Couldn't get rid of them. However... If you look at the other action figure lines of that era, let's say, for example, Star Wars, oh, right, the yeah. lesser known of the <laughs> yeah. sci-fi Were franchises, you'll often find the range has a big deluxe vehicle that every kid wants, such as the Millennium Falcon or right. Luke Skywalker's X-Wing. Oh, yeah. Sold alongside a much smaller and less exciting one, say Luke's Landspeeder, that yeah. crucially is cheaper than the first, so that fans on a budget could also afford a vehicle for their figures. A good idea. Yeah. But Space Precinct didn't really have another regular vehicle that could hit that lower price point, unless oh. you count the hopper. But who wants a toy hopper? Because, well, it's not much smaller than the cruiser anyway, and mm. it was a bit ugly. Oh, you see, I liked the hopper. Well, Why did you say you're that? you're in the minority. Oh. Uh, so bearing that in mind, Vivid took a look at other vehicles seen in the series and came up with the idea of making a toy based on the pizza delivery bike. That's right. Seen in the episode Double Duty, famously being driven by... Uh, oh, Idris Elba. Idris Elba, absolutely. Like pizza, hey. uh, now, rather than make uh, a pizza delivery bike toy with the accompanying Idris Elba action figure, no doubt, although that would have been very collectible today, I should Yes, think, wouldn't it? This toy would instead be rebranded as a DCPD police bike toy capable of holding a single figure and firing the all-important spring-loaded pizza, no, spring-loaded missile from the front. Uh-huh. Uh, and Vivid got approval from the Space Precinct team to create the toy of this non-existent DCPD bike. Could I just say, I do like the sound of a spring-loaded pizza. I thought so too, that's why. <laughs> that's, yeah, yes, very creative, Absolutely. very fun. Uh, however, eagle-eyed viewers of Space Precinct will have spotted that the DCPD police bike actually does turn up 
in a couple of later episodes. Uh, what? As there's one parked in the cruiser bay in the episodes Takeover and Friends. Parked, right, okay. Parked, yeah, yeah. resting. Uh-huh. You never see it in action, but it is there nonetheless. Now, whether that's the modified version of the toy or the original pizza delivery bike reworked as a nod to the toy, yeah. we may never know. No, we won't. But... There we have what must be a fairly unusual instance of a company making a toy line for a TV series deciding to create a vehicle that doesn't actually appear in the series only for people making the series to then actually say, yes, we'll sneak that vehicle into the series in order to justify the toy. <laughs> yes, that's true. I yeah, thought of that. that's the tail wagging the dog, isn't it? It really is, yes. I didn't know it actually made an appearance in the show. Yeah, ah, there you go. Yes. Uh, so, Posterons, can you think of any other examples where the toy has driven something in the show itself? I mean... I can't. No. Uh, but you probably can. Mm. So we'd love to hear from you. Mm. Podcast at jerryanderson.com yeah. if you have any suggestions or even any made up ones. Oh, really? You know, as That's... in, you know, a toy from a show that never existed that actually then would also have been quite cool if it appeared in the show. What, like um, Star Cruiser? Like Star Cruiser, yes. There's an example. Yeah. No, I was more thinking, you know, like some kind of crazy uh, Mr. On mothership, which oh, never yeah. appeared in uh. classic or new Captain Scarlet. Yeah. yeah but would have been a great toy, and then they go, God, that should appear in the That's series. That's right. I see what you mean. You know what I mean? That sort I of did, thing. Because yeah, you're with me now? Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You see, I'm one of the very few lucky people in the world to have had an action figure made of them. Yes. Aren't I? Even though you can't really tell it's I me. wonder what percentage of all human oh, beings ever to have lived yeah. have had an action figure made of them. Vanishingly small. And what percentage of those have had an action figure made of them where you can't actually tell it's them? <laughs> and what percentage of those people actually have an action figure version of themselves with their character's head and another character entirely's body? Gosh. As I, I mean, have at home. I think you might be the only person Amazing. to ever have lived well, to experience that's that. that's why I really liked that fab fact. Amazing. Well, there you go. You heard it here, Podstrons. Richard liked the fab fact. <laughs> Amazing. So that brings us very nicely and happily to the end of this week's Bike Fact. Very nice. I enjoyed that mm. one very much because it was about me, in a sense. Was it? Well, it was certainly about something I was in, and right. that's always good, isn't but it? I mean, the po- you're, you're in the podcast, and... That's what we do every time there's a podcast, oh, yeah. and that's you, that's, in it? So Yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Anyway, yeah. I'll tell you what else is in the podcast. What? Our wonderful Podstrons. Good. Because they love getting in touch and emailing us at podcast at jerryanderson.com. Yeah. Well, we'll be coming to those shortly, but uh, in the meantime, yes. Jamie... What? Well, there's been a bit of a kerfuffle online about a missing item from the Jerry Anderson podcast over the last few weeks. Is it the bit where you say how much you like a no. member of the podcast? No, no, it's not that, no. It's no. the Jerry Anderson Newsy News News News. Ah, the Newsy News News yeah. News, yes. So it was becoming increasingly difficult to slot that in, wasn't it, those little pre-records that we did, because Jamie's a very busy person and I'm a very busy person. Yes. And uh, just couldn't make it work. So we thought what we'd do was maybe have a little news digest Every fourth podcast, we record them in blocks of four. Yeah. So we'll have a little chat about what's been and gone, exactly. what's the current, and what's coming up. But we're still calling it the Jerry Anderson News. Now, do you know what's a bit awkward? What? So this is the Jerry Anderson News. It is. I should look down the barrel for this. Oh, yeah. But great. Um, I, I left my, uh, my glasses. You haven't got your specs? In in the car. I mean, I've got mine in my coat pocket, but I don't think they would be much good for you. No, let's no. not do that. OK, go on then. So, uh, this is the uh, monthly news digest of the Jerry Anderson News News News, because some people have been saying, what's happened to the news? Does that mean that there's nothing happening in the Jerry Anderson universe? No, quite the opposite. Oh, from <clears throat> As usual, many things that we can't talk about, but lots yeah. of things that we can. Nice. Um, I mean, 
bearing in mind that, uh, oh, in fact, you've, you've got one in front of you here. Uh-huh. Not, it's not actually the eagle. In fact, that one is uh, slightly damaged, so perhaps we shouldn't be looking at it and showing it off. <laughs> uh, but the eagles have landed. Yes, yes. Uh, if you ordered an eagle, or both eagles, of our <laughs> new collectibles range, it might be with you already. Nice. Certainly be winging its way or flying its way or mm-hmm. eagling its way to mm-hmm. you now. Uh, and just as a reminder, these are the beginning of a new, brand new line of collectibles from Anderson Entertainment that we're actually doing ourselves for you, Podstrons and beyond. Amazing. Um, and the Thunderbird 2 is coming next year. So I'm very excited about that. In fact, the, the prototype Thunderbird 2, <gasps> if you're watching the video version of this podcast, is yeah. right here and it's, a, it's such a beauty. Oh, it's lovely. I can't wait to have it at my desk. Yeah. So. I mean, you uh, could just take that one, couldn't you? Well, it's not the finished version. I see. It's a, it's a, it's a prototype. Fair it's not got the finished paintwork on it. Oh, okay. It hasn't got, you know, this. Oh. It'll be even better. Good. But they're beautiful things, and I've wanted the Thunderbird 2 on my desk for years, and now we've got it. I basically made it, you know, just for me. <laughs> right, fair enough. I Selfish. Guess that's within your power to do, I suppose. Uh, now, uh, if the author of a book called The Secrets of the Secret Service mm. is in the room with us, mm. perhaps he could let himself be known by perhaps saying hi guys hi guys oh, oh right it's a book by chris dale <laughs> I how see. funny yeah secrets of the secret service is out now yeah. this is again is a start of a new line i i hope i would mm. like to think of accessible making of uh bookazines oh lovely so you know if some, some people don't want the big chunky vault books yeah. which uh, marcus Hearn and chris bentley do and they are lovely Beautiful. things um, and they also sell out very fast. Mm. So we're trying to make some more kind of evergreen, accessible things. So if you want to get into the Secret Service and want to know all about it and see the comic strips and oh. see, read some interviews and just learn how the series came to be, then oh. The se- Secret of the Secret Service, yes, I like that's a it. bit of a mouthful, isn't it, <laughs> is out. Uh, but what secrets book would you like next, Podstrons? Secrets Se- of the Podcast. See- it's yeah. a very short book. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no secrets <laughs> they, they make it all up. <laughs> yeah. Heavy editing. That's it. That's it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, well, maybe the secrets of Stingray for 2024, yeah. bearing in mind it's Stingray's 60th anniversary. Right. Uh, and on that note, I think prob- probably is worth saying that you really should stand by for action in 2024, but also that you should stand by for action too in 2024. A couple right. of hints there, but right. I will, shall say no more. Right. Uh, and for those of you who are Terrorhawks fans, the Terrorhawks comic anthology, the uh, making of, book, Flaming Thunderbolts, uh, and also the Deep Blue Z graphic novel should also be winging their way to you right now and are finally in stock after a little bit of a printing delay due to a broken machine. Oh, damn it. I know. I hate it when that happens. Yes. Uh, so all those things have been happening, mm. and so much happening early in the new year. We've got the Into Infinity Blu-ray special edition coming up. Great. Uh, with brand new making of documentary with new interviews with Brian Blessed, Nick Tate, and Kate Levy. Well, well. Nice. Isn't it amazing? Yes. Good. So, yes, that and many more things. We're keeping physical media going. We've got more audio stuff, more books, more collectibles, more events, and all sorts of other good Anderson goodness. Nice. There you go. Love it. How's that for a Jerry Anderson News Digest? I think that works very nicely. So the next one will be in January, I guess. Christmas will be out the way. We'll be looking to the new year, and you might be able to tell us about a few more things that are coming up early in 2024. Will be. But I think to herald a new news digest segment yes it's probably something that you should sing us out on so that brings us to the end of this week's jerry anderson news that was the news that was the news 
be still my beating heart. Now, why don't we both sing it? We could have both sung it then, as it was a special, you know, return of the news section. Nah. Oh, that's all right. Okay. <laughs> you're, all right. You're, uh, you're the voice of the news uh, uh, song. Am I? And I'm well, the voice of the news news. So we've heard from the voice of the news. Yes. Do you want to know what's next? Uh, is it the voice of the... Podsterons? I mean, the temperature has dropped a bit, hasn't it? It has. Thank Ooh. goodness we're wearing jumpers. This is the voice of the Podsterons. Yeah, talking of jumpers, I don't know why you're not wearing your uh, your Jerry Anderson it's, Christmas jumper. It's the week before okay. Christmas. I know you're early. the sort of person who puts up Christmas decorations in November, aren't you? <laughs> yes, I am. They're up already. They're yeah, up three, yeah. three weeks ago. Yeah, no, no. Uh, now, look, I'm just picking up my phone, as you probably noticed, because I have an email here. This is from uh, Jeff Owen. Do you remember Jeff was in terrible trouble a few weeks ago? I remember because, Jeff. Um, he, um, <laughs> because he uh, admitted to unsubscribing from the Jerry Anderson podcast. Ah, yes. And regretted it immediately. Yes. And so resubscribed. And his penance was to send us an email every week. Uh, Hi, Jamie, Richard and Chris. I got started on pod 282 last night and heard your request for me to email you every week for a month. So as requested, (laughs) here I am. Uh, Yes, I apologise for unsubscribing, but my plan was to watch the YouTube videos instead of trying out new audio podcasts. I neglected to mention the YouTube thing in my original Facebook post. Ah. Uh, Well, a couple of weeks have passed and I realised I hadn't watched your YouTube and that's when I realised I was missing the japes of Richard Japes James and Jamie J.P. Anderson. Oh, gosh. Ringly bells? Richard Japes and and J.P. Anderson, (laughs) I'd be happy with. Uh, I do fully understand what you said about subscribing and unsubscribing, particularly Mm. as I now host my own monthly retro gaming podcast called 8-Bit Back Issues. I've unsubscribed. And have been the co-host of both Beyond Farpoint and Make It So, a Star Trek legacy podcast. It's getting them all in here. All right, Jeff. Uh, Over the last two years, so I hope my resubscription has helped the figures out again. Mm. Maybe? I mean... It's reset things. Yeah, it hasn't okay. helped. Okay. So, as you might have guessed, I'm still six <laughs> episodes behind. And that's why I was only able to get round to listening to the first half of uh, Pod 282 last night when heading in to do my night shift. Part two, the randomizer, will keep me entertained on my drive home in a couple of hours. Don't tell my boss I'm sending personal emails during work time. Oh, oh. oh. It's fine. I don't think his boss has subscribed. In fact, his boss unsubscribed some weeks ago. No. Gosh. However, I also have a question for you all. Are there any plans to release a Jerry Anderson encyclopedia along the lines of the Star Trek encyclopedias that were published in the past? I know that there are several Anderson-related wikis out there, but they're nowhere near as comprehensive as the likes of the Star Trek wiki, Memory Alpha, or the Doctor Who wiki, TARDIS. I have in my mind a comprehensive A to Z of everything that's ever appeared on screen. Mm. Audio or paper, with subsections for things like crime, planets and species. I realise this would take a huge amount of research, but I imagine a hardback version of the finished work would be incredibly popular among fans of all things Anderson. Anyway, thanks again for welcoming me back. I mean, I don't think we have welcomed him back, have we? No, no, we, you're, Let's still, see how we go. you're still on, on, uh, on sort of trial, <laughs> yeah. I suppose. Uh, and I promise, says Jeff, scouts honour that I won't ups- unsubscribe again ever. I will do my best to email again next week. Look forward to that. But Jeff, of course, we record these monthly, so your next week's email will be in next, <laughs> next month's, month's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. for the next two podcasts after that as well, hopefully. How complex. There we are. So, yes, what about that? Uh, a Jerry Anderson encyclopedia. Well, I think that's a lovely idea, and perhaps we should get... Um... Chris Dale to, to work on that. Yeah, uh, okay. I mean, Chris, if you're up for it, perhaps mm-hmm. you could say hi, guys, right. to let us know. Oh, no, he's not. Oh. No. Oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, <sighs> find someone else then. Okay, good. Uh, Ross will do it. Yeah, Ross will do it. Yeah, good. Yeah, currently residing at number seven in my favourite Anderson. Seven. Gosh. Yeah. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Slip right down. Uh, I've got one. Yes. From Joe. Okay. Do you want me to read it? Yes, please. Well, hi, yeah. Jamie. 
Richard and Chris. Uh -huh. I've just finished watching last week's pod with Craig Morris. Oh, yeah. Uh, Converted from clammy ears to tired eyes, meaning now a watcher on YouTube. Excellent. Craig Morris was a fantastic guest. He was indeed. He was great. It's great to hear Anderson will always have a home on ITVX. Question to Jamie. Do you know if Craig's interviews with your dad still exist? And if they do, can they be, that, can they be played on the pod? Hmm. Mm. I'm not sure how you would do it in the new visual format. Well, we could just sit and listen to it. Yeah. Uh, but it would be great to listen to these kind regards from Joe Etheridge. Okay. Uh, I haven't asked. Fair enough. But I'm going to now, live during this recording, text Craig Morris. Excellent. And see if his classic interviews exist. And either that'll be a thrilling response, uh, yeah. or no response at all, or a no, which will be a bit flatter. But I'm letting <laughs> you know we're doing it live anyway. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, great. Uh, you've reminded me, of course, Peter Lippmann, I think, uh, commented beneath the, uh, the the video for uh, Craig Morris's interview, saying that he deserves a knighthood for bringing Jerry Anderson to ITVX. A knighthood? I think that's fair enough. Sir Craig Morris yeah. of White City. Excellent. Done. Uh, now, while you're doing that, here's one from Steve, who says, Hi, guys, or rather, hi, guys in the style of Chris Dale, complete nice. with jazz hands. Nice. Uh, I've just been reading a book about Blue Peter Makes, a popular TV show in the UK forever, and an unfamiliar name cropped up. That's Margaret Parnell. Hmm. She was responsible for creating over 700 Blue Peter Makes, including the legendary Christmas crown as well as Tracy Island. Ah. Apparently, when she had her hip replaced a few years back, the surgeon who performed the operation had been creating her makes over the years. Uh, finding that he was good with his hands, he was inspired to become a surgeon. <laughs> That's great, isn't it? Wow. Anyway, says Steve, she must be about uh, 91, but maybe an interview or soundbite. Thanks for your hard work, Steve. Okay, uh, Margaret Parnell. Right. Fine. One for the list, I'll I mean, see. I, I don't have her number in my no, phone. I can't, can't text her. can't but, text her um, live. No. Okay, fair. But we'll try for next time. Yeah. If you know Margaret Parnell, perhaps your she's your your great aunt, yes. uh, Margaret Could or be. something. Do email us podcastjerryanton.com and yeah. perhaps we can get a little a little soundbite. Okay. Yeah, Good. Great. Yeah. Well, that's a nice little mailbag, isn't it? Yes, isn't it? Uh, all for now, but do keep them coming in podcast at jerryanderson.com because we love reading out your emails. Sometimes we read them out twice and I have to edit them out because yes. we realise that we've already read them out last That's time. how good they are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, keep them coming in. Uh, now, so we've done the news. Yes. For the first time in four weeks. Mm. Uh, we've done Fab Facts. Mm. We've heard from our wonderful postrons. Yeah. That can only mean one thing. Uh-oh. What? Does that mean yeah. we're heading for a, Ready? a very... Adlam Apocalypse. Terry Christmas. Yeah. Oh, well, sure. Yeah, yeah, and that, yes. Shall we um, invite him in? Oh, go on then. Hooray. Here we go. This week's guest needs no introduction. Christmas just wouldn't be Christmas without him. And this year we have a double dose of Yuletide mirth. Plus, stories from his own experiences in the worlds of Jerry Anderson. Much as it pains me to say it, it's everyone's favourite podcast guest, Terry Adler. Hey. Ah, a, a firm favourite among the podcasts uh, was here last week. <laughs> oh right! Um, but luckily, we've got Terry Adler this week. Thank goodness, <laughs> Terry Christmas everyone. Oh, Terry Is it Christmas, Christmas again. I know. God, it now, just flies past. Have you done every single one of our Christmas podcasts? Do you remember? I, I was talking to my therapist during the week, and yeah, I have. Yeah, yes, yeah, and it's uh, from my garage yeah, or from, from my garage, spare room. Spare room. That's it. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, we are. Yeah. And here he is again. He can't, keep, again, him can't keep him away. We can't keep him away. I love it. I also, love it. Also, I don't know if you've noticed, he's got his own microphone. He has. Well, we're sharing. Oh, that's nice. What have you done to deserve that? Hey. What? What? Nothing. No. Uh, anyway, so Terry Adam, of course, yep. we know you as being a pun meister general. 
but many other strings to your bow. Yes, I've played uh, a violin. No, played a violin. Uh, first of all, before you go any further, tell us a little about your, for those of us who don't know, your Anderson credentials. Oh, my Anderson credentials. Yes. I started off with Jerry in 1982 on Terror Hawks. Yeah. Started off in the uh, art department right. as a set builder. Now, uh, I'll stop you there. So what would we recognise, those of us who watch Terror Hawks avidly, uh, what would we recognise as being your work oh, if we were to Terry's watch certain... fair hand. Yeah. Yeah, well... Um, Zelt inside of Zelda's interior. Yeah, the, the, so play, uh, rephrase that. Come on, let's give it, <laughs> give it family oriented. Inside please. Zelda's ship. Okay. Uh, that, that was a real jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. The White House, um, all the sets that you see. Yeah. But I was also uh, heavily involved in the Zeroids. Oh. And as I think, uh, I think I've mentioned it before. I think uh, my my fingers have been seen. Own Terror Hawks more than uh, some oh. of the some of the actors because <laughs> what we used to do is to get to the the zeroids to I'm I'm going to break break this sort of mystery Uh-oh. now yes. um, to get the zeroids to bounce off their perch and and roll along the floor we used to film it in reverse and it oh, used to be like a, a ball clever. so I I was underneath the pit with my hand up the pedestal yes. flicking it Doink. and a couple of times you know he, he jumped out and there's my Lucky I did it with two fingers. And right. my two fingers there oh. bounce out. So, yeah. Did, did so, you write? You should, you should have written your name on your Hello, Mum. That's yeah. right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or your so, agent's number or something yeah. like that. That's what I did. So I did that for quite a while. <laughs> and then there was some changes going on in the special effects department down the road. And uh, I got to know the wonderful Steve Begg, mm-hmm. five in the post. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were changing... I think he'd want more than a five. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they were looking uh, to do some start, uh, change around. And I think it's been known that we did a lot of chatting in the bar yeah. uh, over at Bray in those yeah. days. Um, and I told uh, Steve that I'd been lucky enough to be a special effects trainee on films like Raiders and Return of the Jedi. And he spoke to Jerry and said maybe we could get Terry to come along and join the uh, special effects department, uh-huh. the model department, which yeah. I did, and yeah. I had an absolutely fantastic time working with uh, Steve and all the crew. And then there was more changes, and then Jerry being Jerry always gives um, sort of help to youngsters, you know, especially in those days. Mm. And cut a long story short, I ended up doing the pyrotechnics on Terrorhawks mm. and, uh, you know, Steve's been very complimentary about them, but it was very early days, long before sort of real health and safety and ah. trainees would <laughs> yeah. come in. But yeah, I always remember uh, I said to Jerry, you know, is this going to be okay? He said, are you going to blow anything up apart from the models? I said, no. He said, well, you're okay then, aren't you? <laughs> well, uh, but we got we did, safety for you. Yeah, yeah, but we did get it all cleared with the uh, yeah. special effects committee. So, yes, yeah, so I had a great time on uh, Space Police and uh, – oh, Space Police, sorry, uh, Terror Hawks. Yeah. And then after that um, – Jerry was doing commercials and I was uh, doing storyboards and helping with Jerry and also had the, the, the great honour of in a couple of commercials, I think it was the Hobnobs and the Lieutenant being assistant director on it. So oh, yeah. that was fabulous, you know. Yeah. Uh, working with Jerry, I used to do the storyboards and I remember we went one day and all the storyboards were up on the wall and he'd actually get the storyboard down and hold it next to the camera and says, oh, no, I want it to look like that. Oh, so, now, that but, was a question I was going to ask because we often have people, you know, actors who've been in various series sitting in that very chair yeah. for their interviews. And I often want to ask, how hands-on was Jerry? Because my experience of space precinct, I suspect, was very different to your experience of... Uh, uh, very, of especially with a commercial, very hands-on. Right. Very hands-on. Yeah. And, and as I say, he was a great mentor to me because, uh. you know, um, once we got to know each other... Um, in between uh, 
programs. You know, he taught me how to write scripts. He showed mm-hmm. me how to edit. He was always chatting to me. You know, I had a great nice. relationship with him and uh, learned loads, yeah. absolutely loads. Yeah. So we did some commercials and then um, he was looking for storyboard artists and uh, Steve obviously is a fantastic artist and he recommended me go up he said so because you do a bit of drawing so i went up and uh, showed him my portfolio i love this story and yeah. he's flicking through flicking through the portfolio yeah. and there's sort of just pictures and that and then he comes across these uh set of pictures and i remember drawing on a wet sunday afternoon after watching blade runner the night before and i just did this cartoon of this android detective yeah didn't think anything more about it and jerry's going through he said what's this and I thought, I don't know, because I just did the drawing. Yeah, yeah. And on the hoof, I said, oh, it's, um, it's, it's a robot detective in a parallel universe. And he said, right. He said, what did he, what's he called? Um, uh, Dick Spanner. A bit like Mike <laughs> Hammer sort of thing. Right. <laughs> and he looked at me and he said, why haven't you shown me this before? Wow. I said, well, you've never asked. Yeah, good answer. And he said... I like this idea. Within nine months, Dick Spanner was on ch- Channel 4. Within nine months? Nine months. Absolutely amazing, the turnaround, you know, we, the pilot. Now, why on. don't you ever do any of that with any of my drawings? <laughs> That's a great My doodles that I send you. And you send some pretty yeah. rude ones. That's why. Yeah. So, yeah, so then I, I sort of, um, and then, you know, once again, Jerry said, look, we'll get, you know, would you, we'll give you a credit as as creator, yeah. wow, a creator of a Jerry Anderson program, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And you can direct it. What? Yeah. You know, and it was, uh, I think I've told the stories before, you know, I never say no. And, get, and then he said, <laughs> and then he said, uh, we get Tony Barwick to write it and you can help, uh, you know, with the gags and things like that. Now, I knew of Tony Barwick because I was a big ITC. Yeah. And, you know, when I was at school, I used to watch stuff like, you know, uh, The Adventurer, The Baron and uh, uh, Persuaders, and Tony's name would come up. Yeah. And obviously I'd known Tony from uh, 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 Terrorhawks, but to actually be working with him, yeah. and it was just... You know, just couldn't believe what was happening. Now, when all this happened, or just before all this happened, were you actively looking for a way into the business? No, no. I'd already always wanted to be in the business oh. um, ever since ever since I was at school. Um, I wanted to be George Best, who's a famous football player, yes. and that that was my I dream. Mean, thankfully, you're, you aren't. Yeah, Let's no. Just say but that. Uh, you know, I was let down by my feet um, on that one because I just wasn't very good at football. Yeah. Um, but I always wanted to be in the film business. Yeah. And I remember going to see my careers master at school uh, uh, over on the the Brookwell a stone or a large brick throw away from Stirling Road. Yeah. And uh, he said, what do you want to do? I said, I want to get in the film business. Because I just cracked back very quickly. Uh, My family and I used to go out for drives on a Sunday. And I remember one day my dad said, do you want to go see a volcano? And I thought, volcano? Slough. What are you doing? (laughs) And he drove me up to Pinewood and passed the set for You Only Live Twice, which was the volcano. Incredible. It was all, it was a shape of a volcano, but yeah. it was all scaffolding. Yeah. And it was from there, I thought, oh, that's something I like to do, yeah. get into Exciting. that world of make-believe. Intoxicating, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, mm. so, and I was always drawing, uh, you know, famous film stars, scenes from films, big James Bond film, I was drawing scenes from that. Yeah. And I remember I said to my uh, careers teacher, I said, you know, I'd like to work in the film industry. And he turned around to me and said, People like you from council estates like this and schools like this do not get into the film industry. Have you tried window dressing? 
<laughs> so I left him lying there and uh, <laughs> made me even more determined Gosh, to sort of, that's what say. I wanted to do. Yes. And my parents, my mum especially, really pushed me. And then in about 1978, 77, Pyme Studios had their only ever open day. They've never done it before. They opened it at public for a weekend. And if anyone knows Pyme would... The, the car parks were full and there was cars parking up to the crooked billet. Wow. You know, and yeah. they just didn't realise. Yeah. Um, but it was all open. There was a few production companies that were opening their studios, so you can go in and talk. And I went to one called Westbury Design and Optical, run by a fantastic guy called Cliff Cully, who was uh, one of the UK's top matte artists. This is all before CGI. Yeah. So, you know, I, if, if you don't know what a matte is, it's very quickly. If you've got a hill and you want to put a castle on it, you paint it on the glass and either put it in front of the hill or superimpose it on. And uh, Cliff was this fantastic artist. And I went and saw him, told him what I was interested in. I'd managed to get into art college in Maidenhead uh, doing a, a three-year uh, course in architecture because I was looking to get into the art department and I thought I enjoy drawing, maybe set design or mm -hmm. something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, Cliff said, come back uh, uh, in your summer holidays. Do your first year at college and come back so I thought yeah that's that's you know don't call us we call oh. you so I was on breaking up from my first year at college and my mum said have you phoned Cliff and I said no no I said that was just I've heard you know you've heard that before yeah. so I didn't think anymore I come home the next day she said I phoned Cliff he wants <laughs> he wants to see you tomorrow oh, so mum's great yeah, yeah. So yeah I went over to Cliff and he said yeah you know do you want to work with Worked with me during your summer holidays yeah. and, you know, fantastic time. Worked on a film called King Arthur and the Spaceman. Oh, yeah. A bit of uh, Bear Island. Had, had a great time. Yeah. And then come to the end of the holidays and uh, Cliff said, right, I've got two options for you. And he said, I think you should take the first one because in those days to work in the film industry, you had to be in the union, the ACTT. Mm -hmm. And the only way you can get into the union was to be in the film industry. Yeah. So it was a real catch-22. Yeah. And he said, right, I've got two options for you. He says, one is to go back to college, get your degree, and then take we'll take it from there. Or if you want to stay on with me, I'll help you get your mm -hmm. ACC ticket. Mm -hmm. So I can't guarantee work. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you might be here for six weeks, you might be here for six months. Mm -hmm. I don't. I really don't know. So I thought for it, thought about it for five, six seconds, <laughs> and said, "No, this is all I've ever wanted to do." Amazing. So sometimes sort of regret it, I'm not sure, um, is I just, I rung up the college and so I won't be coming back. Yeah. And that's how I got into the film I business see. and then worked with Cliff for a time and then this business is about networking, so I got to know people. And then an uncle of mine knew a carpenter who was working at Elstree, just lived across the road, and he said, you know, my nephew's just got in the film industry. You know, he said, oh, send him over. I might have a job for him. And I remember going and seeing this guy named Roy. He was a carpenter. And he said, yeah. He said, I've just started on a film over at Elstree. And I said, oh, oh, what is it? He said, oh, I don't know. He said, I'm a carpenter. I'm not interested yeah, in films. No that's that's <laughs> just my job. Yeah. So I said, oh, he said, I said, yeah. I said, I'd like to come and help. He said, you only be sort of trainees and things like that. I said, fine. And he, I said, what? Well, you sure you don't know what film? He said, oh, it's by some director. It's like a B movie. He said, um, it's, oh, what's his name? Uh, Stuart, Stuart Southberg or something. And, of course, I've always been in love of film, so I knew what was going on. I used to get all the film magazines. I said, yeah. it's not Steven Spielberg, is it? <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. And I said, and what's the name of the film? Oh, I don't know. He said, I think it's biblical. It's got an arc in it. Wow. <laughs> and that's how I got to work on Raiders Lost Wow, Arc. Wow, that's incredible. You know, that's and, and that 
yeah. is, is just been. I worked with a, a crew led by Kit West, um, fantastic <clears throat> special effects guy. Um, and I'd say I was just a trainee, mm. uh, just you know, going out getting sandwiches, doing the coffees mm. and things like that, but getting involved on the stage. Um, I think I was on every single set in Maiders, apart from the Hawaii and the um, the, uh, the the submarine pen. Oh yes, like that. But yes, right. I was even in Tunisia for two months, out in the desert, in Star Wars. <laughs> and how old I, were you at this point? Too? I was about eighteen, oh, amazing, 18, nice. 19, dream, You know, yeah. and you know, I've got a hat. I should have bought. I've got a hat at home because um, you you can't do it these days because security's eye. And I remember it was getting towards the end of the uh, the last days out in Tunisia, and I saw Spielberg sitting over in the corner in his chair, yeah. reading a, a script called Boy's Own Story, which became E.T. Okay. And I remember a sort of cheeky 18, 19-year-old, I went up to Spielberg, I said, could you sign my act, please? Oh. And he said, yeah, sure. And he said, what, what, do you, what do you want to do when you get older? I said, I want to be a director like you. And he said, well, who knows? One day I might work for you. Never had a phone call for him. Yeah, and nothing, <laughs> nothing. Still time, Jerry. Yeah. Still yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. He might be watching now. Yeah, that's so right. Maybe that, yeah, so that's that, a personal plea yeah, for that camera. Yeah. I'm still here. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, and then working with that crew and it was networking and then I went from there to working on Return of the Jedi. So mm -hmm. then all of a sudden mm -hmm. I've been working with Steven Spielberg, you know, in a very, very tiny, tiny way and then the next couple of months I'm working with George Lucas because I did a lot of help on the second unit and George was directing the second unit. Yeah. So I've not been on many big films, but, but those, the ones you have been those on, are, been, been, are been brilliant ones. Uh, and and you know, also Clash of the Titans, the original. Uh, so I got to meet Ray Harryhausen, who you spoke to yeah. his family yeah. recently. Yeah. So right. I, got, I got to chat to him as well. Yeah. So How yeah. amazing. Well, we've got clips from a couple of those things coming up, okay. either this week or next week. Yeah. yeah we'll uh, them. We've got, of course, we've got some gags for you, Terry, if that's all right. Oh, right. I yeah. went on over yeah. to our Facebook group yeah. and I said, well, look, we've got Terry Adler coming on. So give us your best gags. So oh, right. they're all in the space 1999. Okay. So in a little while, we'll come to that. But you know the format by now. Uh, first of all, we need to suss out your Jerry Anderson knowledge Ooh. by playing a little game that I we call... I knew this was coming up. I knew this was coming up. Super identification. Right. Off we go. No pressure. Okay. Lots of pressure. Right. That's uh, Twiglet. Oh. No? Close. Oh, right. Okay. Close. Try again, dude. Uh, Barry the Battery Boy. <laughs> Barry, uh, is that the one? Nailed it. Yeah, we'll yeah, give good. you that. Oh, I love it. Four fellas fall over. <laughs> He knows them all. Yeah. Uh, soup in a basket. Um, <laughs> soup. In, no, 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 sorry. Soup in a basket. Oh. Oh. Fibre Excel spreadsheet. Um, oh, stringway. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh, Thunderhawks. Yeah. That's oh, it. He's yeah, got them yeah, all. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ian Indestructible. Ian Destructible. <laughs> oh, Fred Eighty. <laughs> He's going. Um, He's doing very well, Terry. Uh, Oh, man, little man in a suitcase. I loved that. That was ITC, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, UFO. UFO? UFO? Was it UFO? Um, oh, the protractors. Always had a good angle. We need to program it. I really enjoyed that one. Oh, space, 19 pounds, 99 pence. Um, uh, uh, terror birds. Yeah, I got it, got it, got it, got it. Um, uh, oh, um, Fred Toolbox. Ring any bells? Um, uh, Oh, well, coppers in space. Um, <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, uh, lavender soap. Um, oh, dear, dear. And um, the final uh, one. Uh, uh, the return of 
indestructible. And <laughs> I do. And I do. Wow. <laughs> well done, oh. Terry. Well, I mean, what can I say? Oh. What can, what I can say? you say? What oh. do we score him? There's at least two people giving you a round of applause in this room. <laughs> yeah. What do we score you? I mean, he, I mean, we know he knows them. <laughs> that was yeah. hilarious. Should you give him an extra bonus point for making a gag out of each one? Let's. How many of the eighteen? Yeah. There? I'm going to give him minus eighteen. Nah. <laughs> I'm going to give him ten out of ten. Oh. With a star. How's that? Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's an irregular scoring yeah, format. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's it's irregular they were rather irregular <laughs> answers, weren't they? Yeah, okay. There ten, you go. 10 out of 10 for effort. There you go. Oh, look at that. So hold on to that for now. Oh, and we'll stick it on the, uh, the edge of the table uh, next time. And uh, there you go. You're yeah. so proud. I mean, obviously, obviously you knew every single one of those. <laughs> I did. And uh, <laughs> so did Anderson play a big part in your life previous to your, um, your sort of film and TV experience? Yeah. Um, I think, you know... You was asking about earliest earliest memories, yes, which we'll come to, um, yes. and uh, I think for me it was Thunderbirds because yeah. I would have been about five or six. Yeah. Um, but also knowing of the connection of living so close to, oh. I knew all about Sterling Did Avenue you? And, and and stuff like that. Right. So I knew that Jerry was close, but yeah. it was really yeah Thunderbirds that really sort of got me interested. Yeah. And uh, yeah, um, and then sort of in and out. As you grew older and had other interests and things like that, Um, I was, I've probably caught up with everything now, especially when the the reruns, and also uh, having the honour of being a small part of Jerry's legacy. You know, I've I've caught up with, I've caught up with a a lot, a lot of sorts Jerry's Jerry's stuff, and um, yeah, yeah, it's it was pioneering television. Jerry was a pioneer. In everything he did, mm. and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. he's so proud to be sort of involved in them. Uh, now you're also known, of course, to many of us as a, a, a gagster, mm-hmm. a punmeister. Uh, yep. Written books on the subject, I believe. I have. Yes, we've written a couple. <laughs> are, are they still available? And how can we find them? Uh, any any good boots out right. at the bottom of the pile? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. There's a, a couple of jokes that. Uh, it, it it was written. They were written a long time ago. So yeah. there's like uh, jokes about nationalities. Okay, but I will say that that I did write one um, about uh, it was Irish jokes. I wrote four hundred Irish jokes. Oh yes, but I was commissioned by an Irish company okay. in Dublin right. who said, "Could you write us some jokes that Irish people will enjoy? Right. No religion and no yeah. sex." Yeah. Yeah, so, and you said, can't do that. <laughs> what? So, yeah, so ended up writing, writing uh, I yeah, 400 see. of them. Then, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, tastes change. And yeah. that, that's oh, just the way it is. And they'll yeah. change again, won't they? Well, the this is years. it. You know, this is... Uh, Never the, stand still. The thing about... Um, you know, I love talking about Dick Spanner, but I have to explain to people it was yeah. made in a very different time. different time. Yeah, you know, and uh, yeah. we'll be showing a clip from Dick, Dick Spanner uh, yeah. a little later on. I, I struggled <laughs> to find a clean few yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah. That's tough, no, that's not, I'm not. No, it's not. But yeah, it's different times. Different. Uh, times. But now, for now, oh, of course, our wonderful podsterons oh, have sent in their best mm. gags oh, right. for their for their Christmas crackers the best. week the week best before gags. Christmas. So look, take a handful, Terry, and then and then sort of work your way through them. And some oh, loads of this. There. Yeah, there you go. Well, we're not going home tonight. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and also mark them out of ten as well. <coughs> I will. Uh, okay. Divisive. Uh-oh. Oh, these seem to be all from the same person. Oh yes, a lot oh, of repeat okay. uh, customers okay. there. Oh, yes. Okay, here we go. Then. All right. Richard Goodborn. Oh yes. Captain Scarlet was relieved a tribe of cannibals didn't want to eat him. Yes. He became indigestible. Indigestible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even read that one and I knew it. Yeah, there we good, go. Richard, it's good. Another one from Richard. Cloud based personnel went down with food poisoning. Spectrum is brown. 
Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> well, I'm glad we didn't have that one on Christmas no, Day no, no. after all that food. Oh, no. A well-known butter company has decided to make artificial Christmas trees. They're mm-hmm. calling, I can't believe it's not wood. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, there, so, there's been better. Um, <laughs> okay. butter. Oh, that's, Paul, that's pretty... Um, yeah. yeah. Paul Hyder from... China. 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 He yeah. indeed. Why couldn't Destiny open her presents? Couldn't Destiny open her presents? The um, angel was on top of the Christmas tree. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that makes a sort of sense. Yeah, yeah. There's something yeah. in there, isn't there? Yeah. Do you, did you know that Robbie Williams didn't like Captain Scarlet? No, right. No, he was loving angels instead. Oh, no. This is why we ask him back. <laughs> again and again. Great. <laughs> okay. Was well, that it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, then lots more. Do you want to take some yeah, more Yeah, let's now? take some more. We can't save them all for next week, can we? Which is Christmas Day, of course. No, we should probably burn through as many of these as possible. <laughs> yeah, okay. See what we've that's got it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Have you got a favourite so far, Terry? No. Uh, no, okay, let's move on. <laughs> Good. Okay. There's time. Oh, an oldie but goldie from Roger Morgan. What do you do if you see a spaceman? Parking it. Parking it, that's it. Oh, oh you see, that's a good one, though, isn't it? It's, it? it's certainly one. Morgan Jeffrey, did you hear about the thief who stole an advent calendar? Got 24 days. Oh, Morgan. I tried to, I tried to buy an advent calendar. You can't get them anywhere right, now. Really? I think no. their days are numbered. Um... <laughs> Lynn McKinnon, what was one of Tracy's brother's secret Santa presents? Tracy's brother's secret Santa presents? No idea. It was a hoodie. A oh, hoodie. hoodie. Hey. Must, be good. Good. Must be good at Tracy Island at Christmas because yeah. Grandma doesn't bake a, a turkey. Right. She bakes an octopus and all the boys get a leg each. <laughs> um, Paul Hyder again. Oh, yes. Where does camping Santa keep his gifts? Where does Santa keep his gifts? Sa- camping Santa. A camping I, I, Santa. A camping Santa. It- what? I've no idea. Mm. In his present tense. Oh. That's really torturous. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> These aren't uh, mine. These aren't mine. Uh, They're yours, <laughs> not mine. Um, oh, oh, okay. Paul Hyder, who is the most wintry resident of Moonbase Alpha? Wintry resident. Oh, a Professor Iceberg. <laughs> yes. God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was that bad that I could guess it. So Very good. Thanks, Paul. Very good. Right. Uh, what else we got here? I remember the day, this is Paul again, I remember the day I bumped into a baby cow on Clyde Base and confused everyone. Paul right. Metcalf. Oh, because that's Captain yeah. Scott's real yeah. name. Yeah. Wow. Paul yes, Metcalf, well done. Well baby done. cow on Clyde <clears throat> You've got the reference. What does Lady P say when she's stuck in traffic? <clears throat> uh, <laughs> not sure. Uh, yeah, a step on it, Parker? No. Thunderbirds are slow. Thunderbirds are slow. <laughs> okay. That, yeah, that's good. Well, that's you like okay. that? I yeah. like that one. Oh. I've got a couple. Yeah, go on. Yeah, I've got a couple. Um... Uh, why did Dr. Russell yes. go to the Christmas fancy dress on Moon Bay Alpha yes. as uh, the pilot of Stingray? The pilot of Stingray? Oh, please, Terry, put us out of your uh, oh, She wanted to be in Helena Troy. Helena Troy. <sighs> wow. Okay. And what, what did Captain Black say when he got a clamp what, for Christmas? A what, for Christmas? A clamp. What did Captain Black say when he got a clamp for Christmas? Um, this is the vice of the Mysterons. Uh, vice of the Mysterons. Okay. Um, oh, a clamp. I was thinking yeah. of a car clamp. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. It's the quiz, Christmas quiz night at the uh, World Intelligent Network <laughs> yeah. uh, between different departments. Yeah. It surely would be a win-win situation, oh, wouldn't it? Um, that one, okay. I yeah, yeah. yeah. And why was Einstein unhappy when Mary brought him uh, 52 packets of large cards, playing cards? Uh, who? Who? Why was who unhappy? Einstein. Yeah, I don't know. It was just too much to deal with. 
Oh God! All that effort. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. <laughs> Why does Parker? Why does Parker's employer always buy him pasta for Christmas? I don't know. Because she knows he likes penne. Oh, oh. And what the please. What the What do you lot eat after your Christmas dinner? <sighs> Christmas pudding. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, that's what, oh, we, should, that's what we should title the next episode. Yes, Christmas yeah. pudding. This, right. is one, this yeah. is one for Chris. One more. One more for Chris. What did the audience shout at the Terror Hawks pantomime? Uh, it's behind Stein, you. It's behind you. Oh, <laughs> they were both close. good. Close. When I close. say good, bad. <laughs> I wow. mean, yeah, I've got some fab facts that's as well. Oh, fab, oh, really? I've got yeah. some fab facts. Oh, really? I love oh, your fab I'm, facts. I'm interested in some yeah. fab facts. Yeah. Time, I think I've got yeah, no, no, let's get some fab facts. Oh, my... I'm going to flip. Ready? Go on, yeah. Fab! Oh! Did you know that originally Torchy the Battery Boy yes. was going to be a clockwork doll? I did not know that. No, I think it's a bit of wind-up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and did you know the prototype of Supercar when they made it? Yeah. They, they weren't going to give it rockets. Oh, right. Yeah, it didn't take off. Right. <laughs> I love this. And you know, I can tell yeah. you do. <laughs> they filmed Stingray. Yeah. And it was said that they used fizzy orange oh, right. in, in the water yeah. to get the effect. Okay. I don't know if that's true or just a fantasy. Other fizzy drinks are available. And finally. Just look at Chris's fi- face. Finally, finally, finally. <laughs> Robert, fireballs, Robert the robot. Oh, yes, fans, yeah. 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 Didn't have any brothers. Right. We did have a transistor. I had a transistor. Oh, wow. That's very good. Mm, okay. Terry. I'm getting I mean... bored now. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. I mean, oh, I mean do, do you get a lot of pleasure out of writing those <laughs> gags? Yeah. Do yeah, they come naturally? Do they sort of, do you sort of pluck them out the air? Yeah. Or just How to on earth do them? you come up with these yeah. lines? Uh, I, I sit up late at night. Yeah. Uh, In this case, last night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn, it's tomorrow, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. have you always been a bit of a, a, bit of a gagster? Yeah. It's always yeah. been a yeah. passion it's, of yours, it's, it's where other people are good at maths and technology things I just make up silly gags and so, so yeah, like me to. then I, I mean I always find as an actor if I might speak as an actor as an actor, as an actor yeah. uh, I always look for the comedy in a scene or the comedy in a character yeah. do you do the same when you're writing or watching something or I do you enjoy I, comedy I, I love comedy mm. you know my, my heroes are Morgan and Wise uh, Peter Sellers um, yeah. people like that I love slapstick and I love comedy yeah. you know and uh, yeah. yeah that's that's. I, lo- I love writing yeah. sorry what's that Sorry, just got news in. Oh, yes. News in. Father Unwin's car, Gable's engine has blown up. Oh, right. Yeah. He was taking a group of Vickers out in it. Apparently, it was too many revs. Oi. Wow. More news, more news, more news. Ma- yeah. Marina has won the mime competition at the Marineville Christmas party. Oh, yeah. It's always the quiet ones, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you want a riddle? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. But, but save some for next week. Yeah. Well. All right. Last week. Yeah. What's the difference between the Archbishop of Canterbury yeah. and the Commander in Chief of Shadow? Uh, oh. It's, it's something. I don't, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. It's going to be good. I can tell. One's a head bishop, one's an head bishop. <laughs> Terry, that's that's teamwork. Did you like that one? I, okay, I, 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 I quite last like one, that one. Last one, one last one. What's the difference between the singer of the protectors protectors theme tune and a very small bit of well baked loaf? Okay, so the singer of protectors theme tune. We're talking Tony Christie. Yes. And and, and a well baked loaf. Yeah. One is Tony Christie. The other's toast. Co- <laughs> Go on. One's a tiny crusty. 
Oh, God. Oh. I mean, it's just as well we only do this once a year, isn't it? <laughs> but we're doing it again next week. Oh, yes. I'll get Why? some more for next week. I'll get some more for next week. Uh, I mean, uh, right. Uh, where do we go from there? <laughs> Out the door and don't come back, oh. I think, maybe. Now, I think it's time to have a look at uh, uh, Terry's favourite Anderson memory. That's a good idea. Distract him. His first Anderson memory. We've mentioned it already. Yeah. Uh, Thunderbirds. Yeah. We've mentioned. Now, I could think of no better way to uh, celebrate Thunderbirds, the iconic, pivotal show of Aunt Jerry's career, yeah. you would say, and also your love for it, mm. by simply watching and listening to the opening titles. Great show. And then. imagining again. Seeing them for the first time as a child and just yeah. how magical that would be, as it's almost Christmas. Let's yeah. spread a little Christmas cheer and what pretend, a gift. pretend we're six years old again. Okay. Lo- okay. A long time ago. Easy for me. For me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, there he is. Look. It's Twitty. What? Oh, yeah. Four, and don't they look beautiful? Two, one. Can you imagine being a kid? And seeing that for the first time, mm. you know, especially if you, you know, it was your first time seeing it. What te- what was on children's television yeah. at the time? Yeah. That's uh, absolutely fantastic. I always remember another lasting memory is uh, when I went to see Thunderbird Go, the first movie. I just love the bit at the end where the band all play yeah. the Grenadines guards, yeah. and that's something that's yeah. happened there. Who's your favourite? I think it, because of my connection with Shane, it would have to be uh, Scott. Scott, of definitely, definitely. Yeah. But you know, even this, I probably watched this for years and years, and didn't realise till I got a bit older that the background goes out of focus. Uh-huh. And, you know, uh-huh. it's just yeah. clever yeah. stuff. That's right. Ah, oh, this, yeah. Hold on to your hats. Oh, here we go. How many? I think it's about 18 or 17, isn't it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right, all right. Yeah. And then to actually end up doing that, you know, yeah. with Sarah Hawks, you know, it's like, wow. It, you must have had to have pinched yourself several oh, times. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can you know. I mean, it seems to me watching those opening titles again, of course, we've seen them a hundred times before. It's the absolute synergy. I know they're just the opening titles, but uh, the colour, the action, the design, the music, the the characters. The the music, that you know, the Thunderbird theme is as iconic as the James Bond theme, more recently the Indiana Jones theme. You you could play that to almost anyone and they go, yeah, Thunderbirds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So you've you've sort of been intimately involved with, uh, you know, probably the biggest franchises Around yeah. and the Jerry Anderson yeah. podcast. Yeah, I've been. I've, and the Jerry I've, I've, <laughs> nice, no, nice. I have been incredibly. How does inc- that feel though? Incredibly, like, I I suffer very much from imposter syndrome. I really do. Really? Um, because in in my current job, I do go out and give talks about my career. Yeah. And I've got a little PowerPoint and I do it. And I actually sort of finish them thinking, did I really do that, or have I made <laughs> made it up? Wow. And I go back and I see old photographs of me, you know actually doing these things yeah. you know and as i say ray i always you know point out you know raiders and um jedi i was a tiny tiny cog i was the trainee sure. you know i did a yeah. lot of running but i was on set when yeah. all those iconic you know the 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 snake the cobra you know i was there i was standing a couple yeah. of feet away yeah um so yeah i've just been incredibly lucky and as i say even now it for me it's it's quite weird is 
when you get told by someone that you're never going to get in the film industry, then you become passionate and you want to do it. And now with my job with uh, Resource Productions... Which we'll talk about yeah, more next time. ...company yeah. here in Slough, yeah. I feel I've come in a big circle mm. because I am now helping people like me mm. who didn't have the opportunities in those days well, yes, to can, get into man. the film business. And, yeah. and, you know, you talk about job satisfaction. For me, is if someone, you know... It doesn't have to be a young person or someone's got onto a film yeah. or, you know, we've helped them onto a film. Yeah. You know, you know what that feels like. Yeah. And you just think, yeah, Amazing. yeah. And it, it's like, it's almost, it's weird, you know, sort of uh, 64 now. And it's it's come all around. I'm I'm probably talking more about Jerry's work now and my career <laughs> than ever. So yes. it's almost been like a 60-year apprenticeship <laughs> to be able to come on uh, wonderful shows like this uh -huh. and, and chat about me. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Um, do you still watch them, Terry, when they're on? Raiders, yeah. Jedi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so, so eager to see yeah. uh, Dala Destiny, yeah. you know. And yeah, because you're part of their story. It's, yeah, yeah it's, that, it's that, you know. Yeah. And I, I always tell the, I think I've told you before, the famous story on Raiders. I was sitting in a bar one afternoon because we only worked in the morning, it was too hot. And someone come up and said, buy you a drink. And we sat down and bought me a drink. We just got chatting. And it was Harrison Ford. So I always say that Harrison bought... This was way before. Clang. Way, yeah. way, yes. That's yes, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. just uh, way before, you know, he was, he was too famous. But, but, yeah, I just I just look back and it, and it is... Right. It, it's, yeah, it's so... I say, I'm a very, very lucky person. Well, before we say goodbye to you this yeah. time, in the hopes that you'll join us next week for Christmas Day... Oh, does I'll he see what I can do. See I'll what you can do. do. Have a look at the diary. Yeah. Uh, let's have a look at a final clip from something that you worked on then that's been mentioned many times already. Okay. This is, I think, the, first, the, the original theatrical trailer for Return of the Jedi. Oh, wow. Return to a galaxy far, far away. Of course, it wasn't called Return when we worked on oh? it. It was called Revenge. Ah. And everybody knows that it was changed because uh, George said the Jedi's wouldn't go for revenge. Ah, right. So I've got a T-shirt, a sweatshirt that actually says Revenge. Revenge. Yeah. Continuing Star Wars saga. Fabulous stuff. Are you hiding behind a tree on Endor, Terry, there? No, I didn't get on that. I was mainly on the set. Um, my, my main big part was the fight with uh, the Emperor and Darth Vader. Oh, nice. Um, I was putting all the little sparks on Darth Vader's clothes. So when he was doing that, because we didn't have CG there, yeah. so we were just letting them off. And I've got a lovely... Um, uh, signed photograph from Mark Hammer at home saying, Terry, thanks for all the zaps. Great. Yes, so thanks fabulous. for all the zaps. Well, thanks for all the zaps and thanks for all the gags, oh, Terry. Pleasure. Thanks for joining pleasure. us. Mostly the zaps, though. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for joining us the week before Christmas. Yeah. Now, before we say goodbye, many, many people, of course, love to get in touch with you. Can yep. they? Are yeah, you on um, your socials? Um, yeah, I, I'm not really sort of that big on socials, but yeah. I think I'm on Facebook, uh, yeah. Terry Adlam, and I think my Twitter is at Terry Adlam, really, yeah. really easy. Yeah, but, uh, and of course you're also a member of the Podstron's official listeners yeah. group yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. Hello, everyone. There you go. Hey, everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got a special joke for Earl Black. Go on then. I'll, I'll do it at Christmas. Oh. Special Christmas present. Well, we look forward to that. I, I, for one, cannot wait. No, and I, for two, can't wait either. <laughs> right, so we'll see you next week, Terry. Yeah. Thanks for joining right. us. Okay. And a Merry Christmas. Off to Christmas shopping. Bye-bye. Right. Right. It's Terry. Cheers. I mean, you know, Christmas just wouldn't be Christmas without Terry Adlam. Yeah. Would it? Yeah. Are you okay? Terry. Adlam. Dry old turkey. 
Dry old turkey. Yeah. <laughs> Awkward games of uh, charades. Oh. Yeah. Is that what do you think Christmas is like in the Adlam household? No, there's just the three things that make Christmas Christmas. <laughs> Uh, anyway, thanks for Terry for joining us. He'll be back next week because, of course, next week it's Christmas Day. Oh, we so have a podcast released on Christmas Day. A very, very Terry Christmas yeah. in that case. So we hope you could join us for that. Can't People wait. have been joining us on our YouTube channel. Pod 282 saw us interviewing Nicholas Young from Space 1999, two part of Bringers of Wonder. I just about remember it. Yeah. Uh, GMLPC7132 commented, I was very much looking forward to seeing and hearing Nicholas Young here, and he was excellent as expected. He's very witty, but also very informative, insightful and frank when talking about himself, the shows he worked on and about acting in general. Mm. His commentaries on the Tomorrow People DVDs are superb and I'm sure he could do a similar job on his Space 1999 episodes if he hasn't already done so. Yeah. Interesting idea. I don't know. Thing is, of course, 50 years ago, as he himself professed, yeah. he doesn't really remember much about it. No. Oh yeah, sort of yeah. vague recollection. Exactly. More. That's right. Maybe it would prompt him if he actually saw the episode being played live in front of him. Yeah. But who knows? Or can just do what a lot of actors do and just make stuff just up. Just make it up. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Scofair 5551 oh, yes. has also commented on the very Excellent. same one. Yeah. I thought Brains was based on Arthur Askey. Ah. Who'd have been great in a live oh. action version. Okay. Interesting. That's uh, the fab fact that we had that the week, scientist, I think. Uh, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, no. I mean... Yeah. Arthur Askey, I can't see that. No, you can reverse engineer these things as much as you like, but yes. it doesn't make it true. <laughs> no, that's right. You're right. Uh, Martin2021 says, there could be a new segment of the show, now here's an idea, where people tell you about the first time they saw a Jerry Anderson production or how they are, they are introducing a new generation to the world and what the new generation think of them. For example, there's a nice American young woman who's called Alexa Chipman, who is making her way through the worlds of Jerry Anderson. She's already done Space 1999 and UFO, and is currently six episodes into classic uh, Captain Scarlet and the yeah. Mistrons. And she pointed out that Ronald Moore must have been a fan of a show, as one of the Battlestar Galactica episodes seems to be inspired by this particular episode of Captain Scarlet. He says, you can call that a fab fact. Oh, we will. That's a fab fact. It is, isn't it? Yeah, well, we know that Ron Moore is a big fan. Mm. Um, Battlestar Galactica, the opening titles were basically cut like Space 1999. Ah, and allegedly yes. Thunderbirds fan and beyond. So Great. there Excellent. you go. It's a true fab yeah, fact. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Xavier Guerra 100 yes. says, how about a segment called Super Impersonation? I like the sound of this already. That's where either Jamie, Richard or Chris... Pick a random Jerry Anderson character's name from a box or hat, uh, <laughs> and the other two have to do their best vocal impression. Aha! The person who picked the name judges the best impression, and the winner gets a prize or wins the opportunity to draw the name out next time. Ooh! That's quite fun. That is quite fun. Yeah, we are just talking earlier about ideas that, not changing the podcast by any means, but just little extra things we just could do. elevating Exactly, it. yes. And that's yeah. quite a nice idea, isn't it? Super impersonation. Oh, that could be embarrassingly bad. I shall think about that. Xavier. Is it not Javier? It's, it's an X. Is it? Not a J. No, fair enough. Xavier. Could be. Mm. Anyway, Mr. Yeah. 100. Yes, thanks very much for that, Mr. 100. And uh, do keep those comments coming. And just visit the YouTube channel and comment beneath any video that you enjoy. Mm. Don't comment if you don't enjoy it. That's, I think, the basic rule. What isn't about it? the old whiner, you mean? Yeah, we're not mentioning that. Are we not? No, we don't do that. Okay, fine. No, we don't. Enough. No, no. Uh, so, yes, nice comments only, because if they're nice, we read them out. Mm. And if they're not nice, then we allude Just... to them in a slightly dismissive fashion. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, exactly. Talking of alluding to people in a slightly dismissive fashion. Yeah, do we have to? It's I mean, uh, him. Yeah, it's yeah, time for Chris old, Dale and the Randomizer. Oh, Mr. Random. Oh, over to you, Chris. Go on, Chris. 
Well, no, Terry. Thank you very much for coming along to see us today. Pleasure. Pleasure. And, can, uh, can I just say, yes. I do love your top. My top? It's fantastic. In fact, I've got some original uh, sooty and sweep glove puppets. Oh, very, that, very uh, nice. I wanna, you know, I'm, I'm not going to sell them, but if anybody wants them, I just want to get them off my hands. Ah. I like it. I like it. I, I see what okay, you did there. Right. Yeah. So what's this? Okay. Well, you, um, I'm sure you know what this is. This is the famous randomizer. This is it. Yes, I've heard this so is much it. about yes. it. Yeah. And, uh, now, finally, today, for one day only, you get to press it. Yes. What, what do you think you might uh, want to see come out of here today? Obviously. Dick Spanner. Dick Spanner. Dick Spanner, Spanner be yes, nice. Yes, or that was some Terror Hawks. Terror Hawks, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Both shows you're involved yeah, with, of course. Yeah, yes, or well. um, um, Twist, Twist, Twist. No, 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 fine, no, 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 fine. Yeah, so. so. I'd have to stop talking to you in that case. Yeah, okay. Well, whenever you're ready, let's press the button and <sighs> see what you get today. Let's go for that one. Oh. Mm -hmm. Now, most people would go for that one. You went for that one. Oh, does that, does that, oh well, no, no, I just, no, I just no. thought, a bit different. bit different, yeah, Christmas. and it's produced us an episode of... of Feather Falls! Wow. And the episode title is Happy Birthday. Wow. Very exciting Excellent. stuff. Well, I'll get on and watch that then. Yeah, Terry, Enjoy thank it. you very much. Yes, thank you. Come back See next week. Yeah. We'll do this again. Oh, you're spoiling me. Thank you. <laughs> So, as we approach Christmas, uh, the birthday, birthday of our Lord and Saviour, Sheriff Tex Tucker, it seems only right that we should uh, have a look at the Fourth of Falls episode, Happy Birthday, for it is Tex's birthday that the good folks are celebrating today. We've got a very nice cake ready for him. Uh, now, I believe we've, we've had a lot of early Fourth of the Falls recently, uh, and I've said that you can always tell the early ones because the puppets are... By and large, they're not quite there. This is one of the the final episodes to be filmed, I believe. Um, and it's often felt like a, a series finale to me. So it, it's, you know, obviously you can't compare these puppets to, like, Thunderbirds and, and later. But as, you know, compared to how the series started, they're, they're far more, far, far nicer to look at. Anywho. Got his heart set on riding gauntlets. Riding, riding gauntlets? Yeah, Mark. Okay. Real gauntlets, like the gauntlets. army wears. Riding gauntlets. That's what Tex wants for his birthday. Okay. thought of that before today. Yeah. You'll only get them kind in Silver City. Well, then we uh, best get along to Silver City mighty quick. <laughs> I can't believe Tex's birthday caught us out. It comes the same day every year. Now, now, you let him take his mm, time, so, gay boy. What kind of problem are they going to run into this week? Yeah, no, Grant. Could it be bandits? Could it be uh, Big Ben and his chums? Hey, Could it be a large rock? That... Oh, there's a little Makuya. Can't rightly see, but looks like he's watering flowers or something. <laughs> I can't rightly see, he's all of two feet away. Uh, my glasses, uh, they're just not doing it for me these days. Me see you at party. All right. <laughs> you're assuming you're invited. Of course he's invited. Yeah. Me call Jake. Him ride with Twink. Big hurry, see? Call see. Me. Have you seen that it's Texas' birthday? He's wrong. What's, what's going on here? Try grow flowers for Tex Tucker's birthday. Oh, right. Grow flowers, come. Your patience shall be rewarded. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, will it be rewarded by the end of the day, though? Oh, no, he's going to cheat. 
Of course he's going to cheat, because he's magic. Um, so, the flowers are... There they are. All magically grown. Goya! They are beautiful. <laughs> if if Kala Makuri hadn't come along, how long would Makuri have just stood there? Twink and Jake. And died of exposure in the desert, poor little thing. Greetings! Why, Makuya? And here we have a... Another early example of uh, an actor talking to themselves in a scene. This is, uh, of course, Denise Bry doing both characters, Mar Jones and Little Makuya. Won't Mr. Twink's parlor look just something with these? Macy, Twink and Jake on Prairie. You mm. did? Well, they've gone right... And I have a feeling that, um, I mean, I'm no Four for the Falls expert, aside from, like, when the DVDs first came out. Doing it on the randomizer is really only the second time that I've seen most of these episodes. But I seem to recall that Makuya and, and Kalamakuya weren't in all that many episodes. At least they didn't get much focus. Um, and I'm just finding Makuya slightly odd to look at because you, you're seeing all the, um, the hinges and joints which on the bare arms and such, which is a bit... What's he got now? Oh, magic gloves! These would be the gauntlets that he wanted. Where Makoya find them? Oh yeah, you can actually see the, the joints working on the arm there. That's quite rare for these puppets. But I suppose there was probably not many other options. Uh, was that a train noise? That sounded like he's making the noise of the train. It's Makoya! Okay, that may have been Denise, but that sounded like the sound effect they used for the train. Well, that's mighty kind of him, isn't it, Jake? Especially after we've just spent $50 buying them in Silver City. <sighs> I hope I kept the receipt. Like, gee, McCoyer, you're sure the greatest friend I ever had. <laughs> Bye Please now. Right back. Tell Grandfather you're happy. See you tonight, Makuya! Okay, so it is just getting the present for Tex, and now they've got it, and uh, everything should be hunky-dory. I suspect we still have about five minutes to fill, though, so there's probably going to be some unexpected plot development. Ooh, what's this? This is a vulture or some kind of bird watching them? That's, that's an interesting puppet. I don't recall seeing that before. But he's got his eyes on the, uh, the gauntlets. He's going to grab them. Okay, we actually have a flying bird puppet, which is quite convincing. Oh, okay. That was quite impressive. I was, I was uh, a bit surprised by that. But yeah, the, uh, the bird has stolen the gauntlets. I don't rightly know, son. Maybe on the prayer, we only thought we saw Makuya. <laughs> or maybe I just didn't fasten the back of the wagon and we didn't tie them to anything. Oh dear. Tex's birthday is ruined. <laughs> and as much as I say the, the puppets in this show improved fairly dram dramatically across the course of the series. Uh oh. Um, yeah, the horses never looked any better by the end. 
I thought Makuya was going to um, bring down the bird with an arrow there, but luckily his aim is very good. He thought he'd steal them gauntlets. He managed to get the gauntlets out of the bird's claws without hurting it. Well done, Makuya. Hey! Tex is coming! Oh. Star of the show. A bit late for his own uh, birthday party there. Welcome! Ah, oh, but this is nice though. All the characters are gathered around this table. I'm, I'm not sure whose house this is supposed to be. I guess Twink's. Um, but yeah, everybody's here. Well, all except the villains. Yeah, we've got Twink, Ma Jones, uh, Kalamakuya, who doesn't seem to be talking to anybody. Uh, Doc, yeah, Slim Jim, uh, Dan Morse, Dusty and Rocky, of course, helping themselves to cake. And Mr. Jackson. And for all your gifts. And of course, Tex. It's all Tex, me boy. Yes, sure yeah, do. Yeah, That's yeah. right. No. Yeah. Tex Tucker, fine man. Fine sheriff. Yeah. 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 Thank you, my friends. Now, Marvin, guess it's time for you to say your piece. Ah, yes, of course. Mr. Jackson has to make Ladies a speech. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a great honor for me. On behalf of us... I can always place the, the nationalities or the accents of other characters in this show. They're fairly sort of, you know, typical Western townsfolk. To cut. <laughs> I was never quite sure where Mr. Jackson was supposed to hail from. He's a very fun character anyway. But, of course, before he does so, <laughs> he must, first of all, blow Sing? out all oh. the candles. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. There's quite a few on there. Go on, Tex. Blow. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> what a humorous <laughs> Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I suspect the use of the word blow is... The way they've used it there is slightly not how people would use it today. Ah. Oh. No. Oh, Tex needed help to get that, um, to get those candles blown out. There was an obvious jump cut there. Ah. Oh, but his magic guns saved the day and blew out the last two for him. Uh, I would assume, therefore, that there are now two bullet holes in the wall of whoever lives here, but we won't complain. It's his birthday, after all. Got a bit quiet there near the end. It was like uh, something sinister. With... I hope when your birthday comes round, it'll be as happy as mine was. Oh, well, thank you for that, Tex. Um, wasn't expecting you to break the fourth wall there. Again, this is why I think this must be a, a final episode candidate, at least, because you have the whole gang together, and it's Tex's birthday, and it's a bit a bit special. You have the group photo as well. And I, I think this was uh, a photo taken for real. There are some publicity photos on this set. Oh, and Dusty's eyeing the cake. And if you ever get there, you'll never see a frown. Oh, he's pulling the cake towards him. Yes, this is, uh, this is not good behavior from our little uh, four-legged friend. All oh, the characters are holding very still for their photo. 
that Tex isn't part of. Oh, Dusty's nearly got the cake. It also highlights there that group photo of all of them that um, Grandpa Twink seems to be the only one with a blinking mechanism. He's blinking, everyone else is absolutely just rod stiff. Oh, nearly got the cake. Come on, Dusty, this is beneath you, really. Oh, Rocky's watching as the cake sneaks to the edge of the table. Yeah, the puppets, some of the puppets look a bit sinister here because they're absolutely stiff. And with no blinking, no eye movements going on, they're just... Ah, that's it. There goes the cake. Well, um... Presumably, Dusty will be in a bit of trouble for that. Uh, no birthday cake for anybody. It's a very sour note to end Texas birthday on. Uh, screenplay by Jill Allgood. Uh, very nice episode there, I thought. Yeah, if, if that was a, a final episode for the series, I'd be thoroughly happy to see it go out on that note. Of course, we have a lot more Four Feather Falls to cover. Um, yeah, nice to, uh, to have a bit of focus on, on some of the other supporting characters in the show for a change. Yeah, just nice to see them all together having a good time. And we're watching it at Christmas. What could be more appropriate? Well, nearly Christmas next week. Ah, yeah. sweet, isn't it? It is sweet. Yeah. I mean, you know, one of the, my favourite memories of the year, as we're very often looking back at the year, at this time of year. Yes, uh, I was, was watching uh, Sophie Aldred ride Chris around the room at uh, Brit Sci-Fi. Absolutely. Is that right? It yeah. was fantastic, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, yeah, the longest episode of Four for the Falls in history. About 45 <laughs> minutes, wasn't it? Did it did go on a bit. That's right. Goodness me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. When you were reading all the stage directions and so on, that's what took the time. And getting them wrong. <laughs> Yeah, mostly. Uh, and in fact, making a bit of a Freudian slip, as you will oh, remember. Oh, I do remember. I, 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 I crossed the word shot yes. and rang out do and made it into one. And it, yeah. It, yeah, it's got an <laughs> unintentional giggle. <laughs> Doing it from me. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, join us next week for pod 289 on Christmas Day. Can't believe it. Will you be wearing your Christmas jumper then? Uh, I might crack out a rather special Christmas jumper next hey, week. Excellent. Something to look forward to. All right. Uh, so enjoy the rest of your week. Uh, I hope Santa brings you everything you could possibly wish for mm. from your Jerry Anderson wish list. Of course. And uh, we'll see you next week for Christmas Day. Do join us. See you then. Terry Christmas. <laughs> Bye. Bye. This is Christmas Control. Stand by. Let's go. Spectrum is green. Is Terry a, an absolutely essential part of Christmas? Are we going to have this every single year? Well, we have done so far, I think. I don't think maybe the first Christmas we didn't have him. No, I'm sure we did. I feel like we've had him every single time. Of course we have. And he's been on, fa on Fab Live doing Terry Christmas, yeah. hasn't he? he's been in my garage with me when we used to do it audio only. Goodness me. Oh, yeah, because you both squeezed up in that little booth, didn't That's you? That's right, we did. It was very cosy. Oh. A bit too cosy, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> but it was oh, well. Christmas, so I let him off. At least he's, at least he's sort of warming, if nothing <laughs> he's else. He's warming. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 
and he fills time. Well, next week, of yes. course, we'll be cracking out the Christmas crackers. Oh. Uh, maybe there'll be some jokes in there. Okay, good. It might be better than Terry's, or maybe, maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. We'll, we'll see. find out. But they, but do listen in, Pastor right. because okay. it's my 1993 set of boots, <gasps> Thunderbirds Christmas crackers that we'll be pulling. I wonder if the snaps still work. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. We'll find out. We will. Yeah. Can't wait. Merry Christmas. Yeah, that. Bye. Bye. That was an Anderson Entertainment production. <laughs>